Well, hello there, friend, and welcome to the My Adoption Coach podcast. I am so glad that you decided to join us today. My name is Amanda, and I'm an adoption profile expert. I help hopeful adoptive families create, edit, and share their adoption profiles with expectant families so that you can match faster. I do this by giving you step-by-step resources to help you all along your adoption journey. So let's dive right in. If we haven't met yet, my name is Amanda, and I'm an adoption profile expert. I've worked in marketing for some of the largest brands in the world for well over 20 years, and I have a bachelor's and master's in journalism and a deep passion for connecting expectant families and hopeful adoptive families. I've spent well over a thousand hours talking with expectant and birth families to understand why they pick certain families over another. I've taken that experience and my passion for adoption to help hopeful adoptive families tell their stories through the creation and sharing of their adoption profiles. If you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, please click the little three dots in the top right-hand corner if you're listening to this on Apple and click follow the show. That's going to allow you to be notified each week when I release new episodes. Okay, so there are five things that really make an adoption profile great. I'm going to talk about them each individually. The first, it needs to be clear and concise. You, If you've been around me for a minute, you've probably heard me talk about this idea of a cluttered profile, right? This idea that your profile can have so much in it that it can make it hard for someone to understand who you are. And that the real reason why that can prove as a challenge for you is that your profile can come off as shouting at expectant parents and honestly just kind of turn them away from the very beginning. So the first step in making a great adoption profile is making sure that your profile is clear and concise. Having a plan before you actually create your profile around what you're going to share in understanding like the purpose behind everything that you're sharing is really important because that allows you to have these clear and concise profiles. At the time that I'm recording this, I'm super obsessed with the home edit on Netflix. And I love their container system, right? And when I am creating a profile with a one-to-one client or I'm editing a profile that someone already has, that is what I'm thinking about as I sit down to do that work. I want to get to know them as people, as human beings. And then I want to look at their profile as little containers of information about them. And not only little containers of information about them, clear, beautiful, pristine, (laughs) pristine containers of information about them. I know I'm a highly visual person, probably why I work in marketing, right? As a day job. Um, but I literally think about those like little Rubbermaid containers that are clear with the little, you know, snappable lids that are stackable. Um, I know super weird and strange, but I, that's just the way my brain thinks. And I want to be able to see into those containers and get a little glimpse as to who you are. I'm going to look at that container and say, Oh, this family likes to travel. Oh, this family likes, you know, to take um, long weekend trips together as, you know, an example of the travel, right? Like I like to be able to think about them in those like little stackable, you know, units of here's a little bit of information about them. And then here's some examples about that. And then that way, when you go to create your elements, you're just like picking off, oh, it's time to talk about this container. Let's open it up and share a little bit more about that. 
listen, for those of you that are listening to this on the podcast versus watching um, these fun descriptions with my hands flailing all over the place on YouTube, head on over to YouTube. I think you'll at least get a laugh about my container example. And, and maybe it'll make a little bit more sense for you there. I digress. I hope you find the humor in that as I do on an early Saturday morning recording this in my attic <laughs> that I am. But the very the point I'm trying to make for you in, ex- in a, an exaggerated way, so hopefully it sticks with you, is that you need to have clear and concise information. So if thinking about putting them in containers, in little nesting dolls of containers, helps you understand how to organize your adoption profile, then I've done my job there, my friend. Because um, step number two or thing number two in making a high quality adoption profile is it allows her to clearly see what life is like in your family. So if we you know, kind of continue on in this um, clear container example, again, it allows her just to take a little peek into who you are if your adoption profile is set up right. And if it is set up correctly to make it a high quality adoption profile, that's going to more easily allow her to feel comfortable to get to know you a little bit more. Because depending upon what element she's looking at of your profile, then she is going to get to know you a little bit more and then choose to get to know you even deeper. If you didn't watch last week's episode, in last week's episode, I talk about how you need to share kind of varying levels of depth about who you are as a family in your profile based upon your element, uh, the element that, you know, the profile element, like your adoption website or book or social media page, etc., and based upon her journey to find you. And so if you're kind of continuing in that mindset, you're going to have your little clear containers all laid out with the core information about you. And you're going to have varying levels of depth that, you know, you have, um, you know, kind of height of those containers where you're going to share more and more information about your family. So that way, depending upon which journey or which path she takes in to get to know you, then she pulls out the right container that she is interested in seeing. Listen, I know this container uh, analogy has gotten a little deep. Uh, I hope you're following along with the clear container strategy, but um, I, I hope it really helps you. Okay, so silly. So the third thing in making sure that your adoption profile really is great is to make sure it is visually appealing. Now, this can um, feel really challenging and it's not intended to be that way at all. Really, you need to start with some core kind of uh, color palettes to establish the brand of your family. I know you're probably like, what? (laughs) Like you are talking some marketing speak like that doesn't make any sense to me. But let me give you an example. So if I were having adoption profile photos taken with my family and we all used a blue shirt. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see that I've got this kind of light blue uh, shirt on. And if that could be then a great element or uh, um, color palette to then build the visually appealing content around. So that would be a good um, you know color to use on your website or on your social media graphics or on your adoption profile. So that helps kind of start to create who you are as a brand because you want to take those core photos that you're going to use throughout your adoption profile. And of course, you're going to supplement it with like live action shots, stay in the life and those types of things. But you want to take those core photos to create your branding palette. 
And then you want to take that branding palette and use that to on all of your adoption profile elements to help like stitch it together to make it make sense. And then once you're creating those elements, you want to make sure and apply our clutter-free clear container strategy haha, against that as well. So that way that you are making visually appealing elements. So that way, when someone sees you in different areas, either on an adoption profile book or in, um, you know, on a social media page or on your website, and they see that kind of blue color, you know, thread through, they'll know that it's you because it starts to make sense from a brand perspective. And then when they're looking at those elements, we want to make sure that we're setting it up in a clutter-free way. We want to make sure that if we're going to give a social media graphic that says, here are three things that Sarah loves to do, that that uh, particular graphic has Sarah's picture on it. It has short bullet points about the three things that Sarah loves to do, and that it has that blue or that corresponding um, color that looks really well with that blue on that particular element. If your profile is not visually appealing and someone else is in the stack of profiles around you, it is just human nature that their eye is going to go to that first. So really being intentional about the way your visuals show up, the way it matches what your, you know, your core content really entails and having that common thread between all of them really does make a difference in having a great high quality adoption profile. So Before we move on to step number four, I would love to learn a little bit more about your adoption journey and maybe an area that you feel like your profile could need some help in. What questions do you have so that I can help you in creating your adoption profile? Um, I suggest that you head on over to the My Adoption Coach Facebook group and post your questions there. I'm in there several times a day. I answer everything personally. And most importantly, it is your supportive community without judgment. That is my number one rule in there is that we're supportive to each other and we have a zero judgment free zone. Um, I'm actually pretty tough about that. If people are judgy, I will private message them one time with a warning. And after that, they're out of the group because adoption is hard enough. You need a community that is your safe space away from agencies and attorneys and the whole lot where you can ask questions without fear of judgment. So if you are stuck somewhere in your adoption profile creation process, head on over to the My Adoption Coach Facebook group and ask your question because I'd love to help you. Okay. All right. Number four, your adoption profile needs to be easy to engage with. Now, when I talk with expectant parents and I ask them what are the reasons why they didn't choose one family over another, the first is always they were too confusing. But then they also talk about it was really hard to get to know them. It was just too hard to engage with their profile. And there are a few different variations of this that come up quite often. First, if you're matching with an agency attorney or consultant, They will often say that it was too hard to get to their profile because there was a PDF that was emailed to them and it took too long to download. And so they couldn't really get a full experience or they were trying to download it on their phone. And it was a poor experience because they were trying to like expand it and like pinch it in and zoom it and trying to move all around on a piece of paper that wasn't meant to really kind of live on their phone. Or they say that, you know what? 
there was just so much information. It was just too overwhelming, right? So having your profile be really intentional about what you're sharing to what level of detail based upon the way that they're going to be consuming your profile really makes a difference because if it's not engaging and easy to engage with, then it is not a profile that someone is going to continue to spend the effort and time into getting to know you. And that is really kind of the bottom line behind a lot of it. If they have to spend a lot of effort and time into getting to know you, then they're going to move on to someone else because that is just human nature. Okay, so step number five, the content needs to fit the context around it. Let me break that down and make it a little less marketing mumbo jumbo, right? So this really means you need to have the right content based upon what they're looking for at the moment. Now, you may say, how in the world do I figure that out? There's a little bit of common sense that goes into this. If they are looking at hopeful adoptive families in a Facebook group that have posted on an opportunity, they want to know the basic information about you. They don't want 12 paragraphs and 20 pictures. All right. They also don't want your like standard, like I post this on every opportunity post either. They want to know something that is specific to what they've posted and shared, what they, the question that they have asked or what they're looking for. So really being fit to the context is really important. Again, I've shared that the level of depth of the information that you share should vary based upon profile element. And that is entirely true when it comes to the context as well. The context has a large part to do with what you're sharing. Well, there you have it, friend. Five things that you can do to make sure you are making a high quality adoption profile. This really can help you stand out from the crowd. And it doesn't matter if you're using an adoption agency, an adoption attorney, a consultant, self-matching, privately matching, independently matching, like whatever you want to call it. Those five things are still really important to help you create a high quality adoption profile. And that is what's really going to help you stand out from the crowd of hopeful adoptive families around you. And that's what's going to help you match faster. Remember, if you have any questions, the Facebook group is quite literally open 24-7. And I answer questions in there multiple times a day. I answer everything personally because I want to help you through your adoption journey. Remember, anything's possible with the right plan and support. And I'm only a message away. I'll see you soon, friend.